What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Effing Podcast. It is Nick Harrington, joined by the one, the only, Bo Belmer and Jake Barr. We're bringing you everything that happened last week at the Brazilian Grand Prix. We're talking about Ferrari continuing to Ferrari, Max continuing to Max, Lando, the new GOAT in F1. I don't know. Maybe we're bringing it all down here. Before we dive in, do you find yourself constantly needing physical documents, photos, or creative projects? Imagine a world where you need these in hand quickly and you don't have a physical copy. Well, this week's episode is brought to you by Printers, which gives you lightning fast printing at your fingertips. No more waiting around. Your documents are ready in a flash. Bo and I use printers all day, every day. It's changed our lives. Jake, I know I need you to print something out for me quick and you got it done. Yeah, so we love printers and this episode is brought to you by printers. All right, let's do this. All right, we're no, live. We're live. Yeah. we're live. We we've talked about everything and back again. That except, is not Formula except One except for that F one race, man. Yeah. So Brazil last weekend. You know this race, the sprint race was great. The actual race, we probably had the most chaotic first five minutes possible of any Grand Prix. Where I was watching this, and I was like, this is going to be one of the most electric races we are going to ever have because it starts off before the race even starts. Charles Leclerc has a DNF in the formation lap. We had this crazy fucking crash Wait. on lap one. And I'm like, this is going to be nuts, dude. And then I think we should definitely start with Charles Leclerc. But I want to solidify our opinion on this. Was this a DNF or a DNS? This was a DNS. Man. It was a DNS. This was a DNS. Yeah, he did okay. not start the race. I really I really need F1 to start, uh, you know, differentiating between the two and, and signifying a DNS. I know they technically do if you don't even hop in a car on the day of, but yeah. that was a DNS. That was a DNS. Yeah. And w- w- you, can't fi- you can't start a race. You can't finish a race if you don't start it. Yeah. Did you know that he crashed out in that same corner last year? <laughs> no. Yeah. That's crazy. I saw a video of this. At least that was during the race, though, probably, right? Yeah, let me find out. I just saw a video that was showing it was literally the same corner in Brazil. Um. Well, dude, it's like the race... It was a fine race, I thought, you know. Um, I just wish that the the crazy excitement that happened the first five minutes was going to continue because if that would have continued, it would have literally been the craziest Grand Prix of all time. It was okay. Um, I guess like, let's just start with, with Leclerc here, dude. Yeah, that is uh, – he hits the same part of the barrier. Yeah, happens twice. Oh, Sorry, guy, dude. Yeah, I didn't mean to off, off – Well, I think also off. like Leclerc doesn't even get out – he basically crashes in the formation lap. He has a car failure in the formation lap, ends up in the barrier. And dude, the formation lap, it's so funny because it's just like kind of you're on pins and needles. You got the initial excitement. You don't expect anything to happen, especially if it's a dry race. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, the camera just pans over and Charles Leclerc's car is just against the wall. And it's it's just, it's de- destroyed, demolished. It's like, how the fuck did this just happen? He reminded me of the first time I did iRacing. Because I DNS'd on the formation lap. Right away? Spec Miata. Right away. Yeah. I, I really underestimated how hard it was going to be, and I jumped into a race and DNS'd in probably the first yeah, two Yeah, your corners. safety rating probably tumbled. I, I do owe F1 an apology, actually, because on the official F1 site, it is marked as a DNS. Oh, uh, so, so they, they, they got it figured out, show. Well, and they listened to the show, yes, obviously. They made adjustments midweek. Yeah. Which is what they should do. Yeah, yeah so we appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. thank you, FIA. One thing I thought was funny, dude, is uh, he, like, he wrecks out. Um, he, he, they get his car away to safety. The race starts and amidst the, like, then there's this huge, massive crash lap one that involved like three cars, which we could talk about that. But Leclerc is trying to find his way back to the paddock. 
and he's just like walking through like the middle of the jungle, like yeah. trying to find his way back. And they he's, keep because then like the race gets red flags, so they have nothing else to talk about besides just watching Leclerc try to stroll back. He's like scaling walls, like, like trying to find his way in the rainforest, like trying to find his way back. Yeah, yeah. it's insane. And dude, the, you know how like all these teams do pre race posters? Have you seen like the teams? Like, yeah, and like um, Ferrari's pre race poster was uh, the car. Driving in Sao Paulo with a city in the background, but it's driving in a forest. And so it's like they kind of like predicted premonition wise that like because Leclerc walking back to the paddock, he's like walking through a forest the whole time. It's amazing. I yeah. love it. I think we need to take a couple steps back to talk through the whole weekend. Yeah, and, and for sure. go, go back. That was definitely the lead off story without yeah. a doubt. Qualifying. Uh-huh. Lance Stroll. Oh, P3. Qualifying was nuts, man. What's going on? Where did oh, I think like a lot of it, too, was. Um, Q3, it became a borderline thunderstorm that rolled in. It went from being a beautiful, bright sky day to pitch black. Yeah, in four minutes. Yeah. Literally. Between yeah. Basically between Q2 and Q3. Yeah. And so I think a lot of it was like the track condition was getting worse and worse, and they had those cars out there right away. I didn't watch qualifying live, but I remember think, thinking, so I just saw the results, and I was like, Stroll was Q3 or P3. Mm-hmm. Fernando, P4. P4. Yeah. And that pace on that car has not been there for the last seven, six, seven races. Um, so that was shocking to see. Lance, period, has yes. not been there for the last six, seven races. For him to get into Q3, it, it in was, itself is a shock. And I'll, I'll qualify Alonso. So so just running through the top couple really quick. Max, P1, who cares? Hey, newsflash, Max, yeah. he's a fast race car driver. He's very fast. Red Bull, really good really good team. Good car. Good car. Okay, so we knew that was happening. Yeah. Charles Leclerc, P2, looked like he was going to have a great weekend. Yeah. Decided, well, it wasn't really him. In, in defense of Charles Leclerc, it was, it was a mechanical error with the hydraulic system, so yeah. I actually feel genuinely bad for him. Same. And, and rumor has it they're renegotiating contracts. Allegedly. Really? Allegedly. I don't know. I saw it on Twitter, so take that I for what it. it is. But Twitter's always real. Twitter is can't lie, actually. No. Uh-huh. So Elon makes sure of that, obviously. He does. Um, P3, P4, like we just spoke about, Aston Martin, out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think this is just the track fit the car well? Did I mean, it's both of them, yeah. right? So that leads me to believe this is a, a really good fit for their car. Yeah, let's talk about that when, when we get into the race here. Okay, sounds good. Um, right after them, Mercedes were 5-6, Hamilton 5, Russell 6, looked pretty good. No other surprises here Land, in the top 10, Lando, Seitz, Perez, Piastri. Perez fighting for his life down there, starting P9. Yeah. Um, not really that much else to say about it from qualifying, at yeah. least in my opinion. Um, the actual sprint race on Saturday was a really good watch. I know we're team, we're a podcast that's anti-sprint race, and I think the sprint race really comes down to the track that it's at. It's got to be a short track that allows for easy overtakes, which this track does. You've got like the first two DRS zones, one right on the, on the main straight, DRS zone one, and then right after the first two turns going on to the like long hairpin, DRS zone two. So you've got like back-to-back really good overtake opportunities and seeing these cars go flat out for whatever it was, like 23 or 32 laps. It was actually really entertaining to watch the sprint race. Yeah, so I decided – I totally agree with your take – on the track making a huge difference as to whether or not a sprint race is going to be interesting. Yeah. It also just really depends on how the shootout goes. If there's any type of shakeup in the shootout, it it has a chance of being more interesting. Yes. And, and there was a decent amount of shakeup, um, predominant or namely Yuki Sonoda qualifying P6 in the shootout and Danny Ricardo qualifying P8. And also Yuki Sonoda finishing sixth in the sprint race. Yeah. So which is going to get to that. Crazy, dude. Because like, 
it's kind of what we talked about last weekend at um, where were we last week in Mexico? Mexico, where the Alpha or the yeah yeah Alphataris had a phenomenal qualifying, and I remember just thinking, okay, these are going to drop off at some point during the race. There's they put in one great lap, kind of like a little Haas curse, where there's got one good lap, but during the race, no way they stick with it, and they did all of Mexico. And then I was like, okay, Yuki's in sixth. Yeah, no fucking way is he staying in sixth, man. He finished the sprint race in sixth. Yeah, That's the I best mean, finish of the season it was for him. Double but, points. But double you said, points. You said that AlphaTauri is going to finish top six this season. This does not count. Whoa. This whoa, does whoa, not whoa. count. What do you mean it doesn't count? It's a sprint race. I didn't Does Oscar okay. Piastri have a win? Mm. I'm saying no. Mm, okay. I don't like it, but you're right. I'm a man of principle. Yeah, you are. And, and you're a man of your principle. values. For the principle. amount of hate that we've given the sprint races. Principle, yeah, I can't. On this podcast, you, we can't count that. I'll be the biggest hypocrite ever if I count it. But, man, I was thinking it. I know. I was waiting for you to say something. Similar to last week with the tattoo bed, I wanted you to find it on your own. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. I can't count it. Yeah. Either way, like, you can't. It, it was points, though. It was and, points, dude. And I am feeling pretty good right about now about that tattoo yeah, bed they by got the that way thing locked in yeah um well dude let's go to the race because the sprint it. race was super entertaining i think the sprint race is actually more entertaining than the actual race um we kind of hit on charles leclerc having his dns before the formation lap we had a crazy crash in lap one um what probably one of the biggest incidents i think we've seen all season where basically uh i think it was kevin magnuson gets sandwiched between um hulkenberg and albon we saw like basically a car sandwich, um, a lot of collateral damage here. We saw Oscar Piastri take damage on the first lap as that car spun out. And then we saw a rogue tire that came off that went underneath Nico Hulkenberg's car. That thing got yeeted into the air, landed on Daniel Ricciardo's rear wing, and just, basically fucked up his whole race. Just ex- like direct impact on yes. the wing. It was actually, it looked like it was aiming for it. It, it was did. really crazy. The yeah. heat seeking missile. And like watching the onboard camera is so funny because you could see like, He's like looking at this tire bouncing. It gets under Magnuson's or uh, under Hulkenberg's car, launches in the air. And you could see him like kind of like duck his head a little bit, like try to like move out of the way, but he's got nowhere to go. That, that's just so unfortunate, man. Yeah, it was just it's what's what is that book series a series of unfortunate events yeah it was that yeah that was that was the first couple laps yeah week. uh vfd, VFD. If, you, if you read the book that's a reference of the book oh, okay i don't know if i saw them it's like lemony snicket lemony snicket yeah, I, yeah. Read, I think i saw the that's movie a long time slope. ago the movie sucked okay well don't watch it all right read the, the books, guys. books were weird i'm usually the book guy what, what's going on here yeah you are the book guy oh that's okay i i appreciate it Have you yeah. read any book good books recently the i just finished a book called this time is different mm-hmm. and it's about how this is going to be not depressing but it's about how leading up to every single global recession ever all the professionals okay. all the professionals i knew you were going to long story short all the professionals always give you all the reasons why this time is different we're not going to see the recession this yeah, yeah. time is different it's never different uh, so it's, right. it's very topical for today actually yeah, yeah. but I, I knew you were instantly going to regret that <laughs> yeah, yeah. regret asking should me we, that question should we dive into that a bit more no <laughs> let's move on we're here to talk about fast boys yeah yeah so we we see a red flag early I think we should just kind of like dive into some of the main headlines here. Um, I would say Mercedes to me was very surprising this race because we both pictured and 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 we both predicted that Hamilton was going to win. To win, yeah, because they've been looking racy, dude. They've been looking hot in Mexico. They looked hot in the U.S. They looked hot, 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 and then here. They looked not hot, not not hot, not hot right now. No, not hot. It, it feels 
unlikely that we're going to see the Lewis Hamilton win with only two races remaining. I thought, without a doubt, if there was betting's illegal, but if it wasn't, I would have probably taken a future on Lewis winning a race. Same. Probably even at the midpoint through the season. At some point, I thought, without a doubt, he'll win a race. I'm feeling a lot less confident about that right now. It was now. just so unexpected for them because they had a fair qualifying. They had a fair start to the race, but they just dropped off. And I think they only had the one practice session to set up the car because of the sprint shootout, the sprint race, and the actual GP itself. So I think they knew in the sprint race, like, this is not the setup we wanted. It's just such a surprising regression for them because they've just been on such an up-and-up the last two, three races where they've been really competing for podiums where they can, like, maybe get a sneaky win in there if the car, like, if everything aligned. Toto came out and basically said, like, this car is so disappointing. They're driving on a knife edge. So, like, everyone at least is on board with the car sucking, which is one thing that I will give respect to Mercedes. I feel like we're giving a lot of Mercedes respect these last two weeks, and I don't like it. Yeah, we need to stop with that. we got to stop out with that, yeah. But at least Mercedes— With the exception of Toto. Sorry, go on. Yeah, Toto. I like love Toto. Toto. Yeah. Love Toto. But Mercedes will actually admit their mistakes, and they will get better from it. Ferrari, on the other hand, will never admit they did anything wrong, ever. <laughs> I don't disagree with that take. Mercedes, though, really needs to fix their mistakes because they are only 20 points ahead of Ferrari and the constructors right now. And, I mean— do you think Toto will explode if they get caught? His head might explode. Yeah, it, he might lose all his luscious locks of hair, which would suck. I, I really do not want to see Ferrari catch them. I as either. weird as that sounds, I, I don't want to see it happen, and it's going to be tight. At least we have something very interesting to watch over the next two weeks yeah, as this kind of develops. I was hoping we'd see Hamilton overtake Perez, too. And it, after this race, you know, I hope it's just a fluke. You know, if it only happens once, okay, maybe it's just a mishap. I'm not saying they're trending down yet, but they definitely were not going the right direction this race. Yeah, and Hamilton's currently 32 points behind Perez, by the way. So there's still a oh, chance, two races to go. Work. He he needs to put in work, and we need Checo to do some Checo, Checo uh, things. things as of late. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not out of the question. No. And also, Hamilton, you know, he's... He's a big stage, big moment kind of guy. I mean, mm-hmm. we were talking about this when he almost took out Russell and Qatar, and the following week was when he P2'd. I think, what, we have Vegas next? I yeah. mean, you think George Ross, or you think Lewis Hamilton is not going to perform in Vegas? Come on. You're saying bounce back watch? Yeah, bounce back watch. Yeah, I like it. He's on veteran experience, you know, big moment, big performance watch for yeah, sure. Yeah, I like that. He's got a bouncy ball, and he's going to bounce back. Checo, on the other hand. Okay, I thought he had a good weekend. He did. No, he had a great he, weekend. He had a good weekend. Finished P4. No, like, Checo moments. Okay, that battle between oh, him, him and Alonso. Yeah, how have we not talked about this? Let's okay. chat about We kind of really skipped over this. This was insane. Yes. And this was actually, a, speaking of veterans, a huge showcase of experience in racing. Both of them were completely under control the entire time. Balls to the wall. When I, I could not believe when when Checo passed him he, on the second to last lap, one yeah. lap to go. Any other driver probably on the grid, with maybe the exception of Max and Lewis, probably that's it. You know, they're packing it in. I got passed. I'm pissed off. It is what it is. Like, I'm sorry, but if if Yuki was in Alonso's position when that happened, he would have ended up finishing P18. Because he would have, like, <laughs> he would have, like his, his head would have exploded. You know what I mean? Like, he would have had yeah, one of the best so rage moments on, the, ca- on, on the, the intercom as like, well, like, too. I love the guy, but, like, the, the mental ability to, like, be a pro's pro in that moment is not there with a guy no, like him. he's like a two-year-old that just got his sandwich stolen. Literally, as much as I like him, it's so true. Meanwhile, cool guy Alonzo 
does not break his chill for a second and makes the pass back on the last lap. I, dude, I couldn't believe it. it. It was unbelievable. It was insane. That was one of the closest, I think, battles we've had. And just watching those two duke it out lap after lap after lap was mesmerizing, man. I think you nailed it when you talk about, like, the veteran status. It's two vets that have yeah. tons of experience positioning the car exactly where they needed it to be. And then Alonzo knowing exactly when he needed to make that move, man, because— he, Cold as ice, dude. Yeah, because Perez was already and like they they passed the checker finish line. Alonso finished, I think, like half a tenth. It's um f- five it like, one thousandth yeah. of a second. Okay, like, and, and so if you watch it in real time, it looks like Checo wins. Yes, basically, if the straight was longer, Checo would have won the race. If you move it's that checker finish line towards that turn, dude, two feet. Yes, literally, like like it's that close, and and, and it's it's. Basically, because the Red Bull's so fast out of the straight, like, he just didn't have time to catch up to him. Yeah. But, but that's, dude, it was so close. I yes. cannot stress how close that is. It's yeah. unbelievable. And I love that. Like, a surprise podium at the end. Like, that's what we want to see, dude. Um, yeah. If we could somehow have stuff like that all the time. Ugh, I know, be man. The greatest. It'd be great. It'd be Krispy Kreme on a glazed donut Sunday every every day. That was a weird analogy. But, I, but yes, it would be that <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John, jelly donuts. I don't know how it took us that long to get to that, but yeah, it, it really was wild. Um, Just looking at the rest of the top ten, everyone in the points. Alpine, pretty good weekend. Great weekend. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you in there. No, go ahead. McLaren. Yeah, Lando Let's Norris talk about it. has been on an absolute tear, dude. He has been one of the. I think he's probably had one of the best drives of the season. Maybe Max number one. I'd say Max obviously won the race. Pretty handedly, he came out after the race and said he didn't even push an entire yeah, race lap. Doesn't count anymore. So he's he's literally so good that it doesn't, it doesn't count. matter. Yeah, it's like just removed. Like, yeah. Okay, we know this guy. There, there's there's yeah. there's there's the max league, and then there's everyone else. Everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Formula One point five starts at second place. Yes, and yeah. and Lando has been crushing it. Isn't it weird? Do you? You kind of just expect him to be in the mix now, right? Yeah, you do. Like, every week. And like, it, I, I fully expect that he will be in the mix in Vegas now. Him, there's only two drivers with more than 100 points after the summer break. Max and Lando Norris, wow. which is an, a, a crazy elite group to think about. Because, for again, like, where that team has gone, it's been the biggest turnaround that I can remember in F1. Going from a team that the first five races, I think they were finishing below 15th every single race, to yeah. now legitimately be on the podium every single race. Yeah, like I expect one of them to be in contention for a podium every week now. So maybe not literally on it, but like but no, but in, ser- in contention. Yeah, Serious contention. Seriously. Yeah. Um uh, by the way, Lando is currently in P five in the driver's championship, one ninety five. Alonzo P four one ninety eight. Wow. Do you think he catches him? Whoa. Three points. I'm saying yes. Yeah, probably. I'm saying that like Aston Martin, I think they had a f- they they've they changed their car. They upgraded their car and we saw two races where that was just absolute shit for them. They figured this out. They kind of just went back to basics. And we saw, like, kind of back to, to Aston Martin's, like, old true form with Alonzo on the podium. Um, going back to, to Lando, though, and McLaren, it's kind of interesting how all of a sudden Piastri starts performing. Piastri wins a sprint race. Piastri's on podiums. Lando could have either been in this, like, sink or swim mode and he has just came out, dropped his big fucking balls on the table and gone, look at me. I'm not a little boy anymore. To the point where, like, there's almost questions of, like, 
what the fuck happened to Piastri, yeah. dude? Like, he is, he, granted, he's a rookie. He's had moments of greatness. And I think it's also, we kind of got a little teased because of how well he's performing for a couple races there. We're like, this guy is unreal. Is he better than Lando? And I think it's more of just like he's performing like how you'd expect a rookie yeah, to perform. Yeah, well, I still think he's the like arguably the best rookie we've seen in a while. Same. He doesn't he doesn't feel like a rookie to me. Similarly to what I was saying, it's it's I, I McLaren as a team definitely more specifically Lando, I expect them now to be in the mix every week, but I'm not really surprised when Piastri is in the mix now. And he's a rookie, so that should be surprising. Yes. So I think it's almost recency biased that we feel more negatively about him than we probably should. Yep. Here's an insane stat for you. What if I told you Lando was closer to catching Lewis than Lewis is to catching Checo. Whoa, that is a crazy statistic. Lando is 31 points behind Lewis for P3. Lewis is 32 points behind Checo for P2. Is there a world where Lando Norris finishes in P3 of the Drivers' Championship this year? Wow, how many points? Yeah, yeah. It it could happen. It could happen. It's It's unlikely. Yeah. But it's for sure possible. And also, are there any more sprint races left? I don't think so. Fastest lap? Well, fastest fastest lap, lap, of course, yeah. yeah, But no more sprint races? Okay, because I I don't believe so. But if there were, that adds – I mean, we should know this. Yeah, we should look look it up because that would change things. But, yeah, man, that – like, Lando has just been on such – he's been on great pace, great form. um, And I love seeing that, man. Um, I'm going to go back to Ferrari real quick because we talked about Leclerc having basically just unlucky circumstances. I want to run through Leclerc's season with you real quick. Because this man, I said he was on, uh, you know, he's, I'm worried about this man's well-being day-to-day. I hope he's got a girlfriend or a mom that calls him and loves him and says, hey, like, Charles, I hope you're all right. You know, things that, like, I wish I could have in my life sometimes, but that's a different topic. Um, Let me run through Leclerc's season real quick, man. In Bahrain, he had a car failure. Saudi Arabia is given a 10-place penalty for using a second ECU, so a car failure. Australia, he was out in lap one. Miami, he just had a bad race. Monaco, he got a three-place penalty. Spanish Grand Prix started in the pit lane because of a car change. Canada, they gave him the wrong tires when they were wet conditions. Hungary, he had a nine-second pit stop. Dutch Grand Prix, he had to retire the car because of floor damage. Singapore, he had a car. He had, he had a car. He had to drive slower than normal because the car was overheating. U.S. Grand Prix, he got DQ'd for the wood plank. And then Brazil, he had the car failure. He has had one of the unluckiest seasons, I would say, in terms of Ferrari not setting him up for success. And I don't know how this man does it. I don't know how he does it, man. How could you not want to, like, go somewhere else? Like, demand, I don't know how it works. Dude, but, like, he grew up in Monaco tree, being you know, like, a Ferrari fan. There's pictures of him as, like, a two-year-old decked out in Ferrari gear. Yeah. You know? Sad. L- it's so mad. sad, dude. I, 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 that is a horrible, horrible season. It's a bad resume. I know. I, I, mean, I want to feel bad for him. I, I feel bad for okay, him. I, I changed do. my tune. I feel bad for this guy. because He doesn't both, deserve it. No, for he sure. doesn't deserve it. Does Ferrari deserve it, though? Yes. Okay. Ferrari <laughs> deserves it. Here's, he doesn't, yeah, though. Here's, I know. It's, it's a tough... It's like world's smallest violin for Ferrari. <laughs> but... I, it's tough because mm-hmm. I, it's so hard to feel bad for him. But I, I guess I do. I do. Yeah, I feel for the guy. And on a personal level, I cannot imagine what he must be going through mentally. Mm-hmm. How do you get to the pinnacle of your sport on the exact team that you've always wanted to be on, and 
this is what you get. This is, is like this his first year with Ferrari. No, oh, okay. no, and he's been there for a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know what to say about it other than Ferrari's gonna Ferrari, man. Like yeah. they, they've now won this reputation for themselves. I don't know how they they need to win a championship. They do. It's the I only think it's crazy way. That Ferrari is like so bad, and they just repeatedly are so bad. It's but not, they're still good. Like, they're still, what, 30 constructors? Right? Yeah. Like, so they're a poverty franchise, but they're really not at all. Like, that's they do this to themselves. Yeah. You know, well, I, I agree. And like, like, imagine the Claire finishes half of those races. Where would they be? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, that's, that's, and also he like qualified second. It's like he's got like a legitimate chance of, you know, who knows? Max is probably yeah. going to max, but like, you never fucking know if you don't even give yourself the position yeah. to be there. Well, totally. And, and that you hit the nail on the head that it's it's literally all self-inflicted and they're still performing as a team with which one is embarrassing for Mercedes potentially if they get caught. True. And two is it's literally like somebody's fighting and they're punching themselves in the <laughs> face every time they punch the other guy in the face. It's really crazy. Mm-hmm. Totally. Also, is science better than we're giving him him credit for? I think Signs is good because he's had, he's good. had a good season, but we don't really talk about it a whole lot no. because there there's so many bad things happening to Leclerc that we don't talk about the good things happening to Signs. Signs, yeah. yeah, and like Signs doesn't have like this luck, this like bad luck streak. Um, I think my take is Leclerc finishes typically higher than Signs, but Signs just has this. Horrible spell going with him, man. Or Leclerc does. Leclerc. Yeah. Yeah. Science has more points. So, so Science sitting yeah. at 192. He's only three points behind Lando. So so P6, 5, and 4 for the Drivers' Championship is super tight. Mm-hmm. Man, if Lando somehow catches Lewis. Be nuts, dude. Well, no, if. Oh, that wouldn't happen. Uh, okay, they can't if, both if, happen. I was thinking, yeah, is there a scenario Hamilton where... Checo yeah, Lando. I was trying to figure out if there's a scenario... So Lando, finishes, Lando finishes in second, is yeah. what you're saying? No, no, no. I was trying to figure out a scenario where Lewis passes Checo, and then uh, Lando passes Checo as well. So it's a oh. Max-Lewis... It can't happen, though. No, yeah, no. Never mind. The odds aren't in our favor for that. That would be fantastic. Would you rather... See Lewis catch Checo or Lando catch Lewis? I want Lewis to catch Checo because I want to see what would happen. I, okay, so I, I want to see. I can't what believe would I'm saying it, but Same. I can't believe I want this. I want yes, there to be some chaos. I want man. Lewis to win the next two races and pass. Checo. And I love Checo. He's such a nice dude. But I just want the chaos. Same. It's nothing against Checo. No. I want. I want. Hey man, Checo, if you want to come on the show and just boy it up, let's do it anytime. Charles Leclerc, you as well. But watching these meltdowns happen. It's because Max is too good. Max is good. But also, Checo no. leaves. That means Daniel Ricciardo's back in a Red Bull. Right. Oh, Which, 100%. That, that would be cool. But 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 because it's such a dominant season for Max and Red Bull, we need these other chaotic things to yes. happen or else the sport just becomes Boring. not fun. I agree. It's dude. just, yeah. But, but regardless, what, are you convinced that we see Danny in that Red Bull? Yuki's outperforming him. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. What are you talking about? Yuki's not outperforming him. Yes, he him. is. What are you talking he about? He outqualified him this week. He outfinished him this week. Yeah, Last okay, week okay. was the only week Dan Ricardo didn't or that he did outperform Yuki. Yeah, okay. Of, of, you're right. You're right. Of the three races that Daniel Ricardo has been back, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Let's talk about let's talk about the US Grand Prix where he got put on the world's worst strategy. On his first race back. Okay, you're, no, you're right, you're Dude, right. No, no, you're you right. Want, Yuki what do you want for my okay, guy Yuki? He outperformed DeVries. He outperformed Lawson. Let's he outperformed Me- Ricardo. How many drivers does he let's, have to beat? Let's talk do about you want Mexico. Lance to come up next in the let's, fucking Alphatari? What do you talk want, about Mexico, where Daniel Ricardo 
clearly outperforms Yuki. Daniel Ricardo puts the AlphaTauri in the best position finishing they've had race. all season. Yeah, his second race back with a broken hand. Oh, but guess what? Yuki's outperforming him. And then let's go to Brazil. Let's go to Dude, Brazil. Yuki where has 13 points right now. Yeah, because he's, he's been racing all season. Dude, but he's beat he's his teammate every, all he's, season. He's beat his teammate the whole time. It's Not three, in Mexico. They had three chances to Not beat him, and they Mexico. haven't beat him. Not in, and then, okay, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Brazil, what happened in you're Brazil? You're just like a smile. Oh, you're yeah, just cringe. a tire <laughs> falls from the sky and hits Daniel's wing. But yeah, you're right. Yuki outperformed him. Dude, Nick, you're is, right. Nick is so cringe right now. Nick Get just, the fuck Nick, out, dude. Dude, are you? <laughs> I'm cringe? You're the are, one. Are Nick and Daniel you're the Ricardo one that cringe, loves yes Yuki no. Sonoda. That's, I don't, what's not to like? He's hilarious and he's fast. He's unlucky. Talk okay, about okay. unlucky. But he had say, multiple DNSs. To, he had multiple DNSs this year because of team failures. But to say that he's outperformed Ricardo by a mile. I'm not saying by a mile. I just don't that's think. That's what you're kind of making it seem like. You're guaranteeing that this Red Bull seat is Danny's and not Yuki's. And it I will not go to Yuki. I don't think. I. Did you see? Well, I guess this will be in the Las Vegas previews. So maybe it's not the time to talk about it. Okay. But they are doing a, a collab between AlphaTauri and Gundam. With Yuki, do you know what Gundam is? Yeah, yeah, the like anime. It's awesome. But that's that was a cool anime. And and it's they made like a Gundam machine. I don't. I, I excuse my ignorance. I don't know what they're called, but like the huge warrior machine guys. They yeah, made, yeah. They, they made I saw that, yeah. they made a Yuki one. That's it's, sick. It's super cool. And then apparently Yuki hops out and he goes, Poggers. It's super cool. Anyway, that is sick though. That is very cool. I'm not saying he's outperforming him by a mile, but I. I think he's outperforming him. I don't. I don't think it's as cut and dry as you think it is. I okay. okay. You think that if Danny Rick and Yuki start the season together and they race all all races and you know together, that Yuki is even in contention with Danny. Hundred percent. Yes, I'm not convinced that Danny outperforms him. I I, I will say <sighs> it's, it's his a hard thing to say because also the AlphaTauri out of nowhere just looks good. Well, Literally, okay, out of nowhere, it just it looks went from really good. Legitimate tractor to looking like a fast race car, yeah, pretty a, much to overnight. A top ten finish, yeah, to With a top a, six in a sprint race, yeah. Well, and top three in qualifying, and they both were in the points in the sprint race, yeah. So well, Daniel's in the top ten, but points in the top oh, eight. Oh, right, so right, 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 right. Yeah, top sorry. ten, top ten. Whatever. Sem- it's semantics. Uh, sprint races are stupid. They don't, they they, don't they count. They don't count. Yeah. <laughs> they don't count. Dude, they need to do something with sprint races. They just need to not do sprint races. God. They're so lame. What? Or. None of the drivers care. No. And then the announcers the whole time are trying to like, <laughs> sprint racing is cool. Yeah. They run to fucking Collinsworth jerking <laughs> off Patrick Mahomes every Sunday night. <laughs> to uh, <laughs> Two two weeks ago, Max literally made a comment after the sprint race about how it's just a, a preview of what the real race is going to look like, and it sucks for the fans. It's he literally said it, dude. At least yeah. at least this season they have a separate sprint shootout where it's different qualifying because that did suck last year. Where however you qualified is how it's you do the sprint race because yeah. that truly is a spoiler. Um, okay, but, but here's what they need to do. I okay. figured it out. The sprint race they still do a shootout like qualifying and a sprint race. But it's one driver from each team, and it's the reserve driver. You're starting two drivers driving qualifying and the race on Sunday. Your one reserve driver drives in the sprint race qualifying and the sprint race. So, we so can there's see- only 10 cars. Yes, it's 10 cars, and it's your reserve driver that's driving. So we can see mm. who's got good talent coming up. I don't know. I think that makes it more interesting. At least it's something to watch. It's something it's different. The same, it's I, I think, the same thing that I think what you do is you have one qualifying session for the race Sunday, okay. and then if you have a sprint race, it's reverse grid. 
of, of the current driver standings or no, no. reverse of the qualifying? Of the, you drive the, of the qualifying. Like, yeah. like <laughs> you, in reverse, you drive the grid in reverse. <laughs> no, wait, yeah, literally yeah. in reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally with backwards. With your mirrors. Yeah, and you're looking I would watch that. that. That would be, I would more enjoy that I than the current that. system. I would watch that. 100%. Do those right. cars even have reverse? Yeah, they do. Yeah, oh, okay. they do. Okay, here's what they do. They don't. They, they stop <laughs> it. They stop it. They just keep F1, pra- practice on Friday, qualifying on Saturday, race, race on, on Sunday. Sunday. Done. It like diminishes the importance of the race. Hundred percent. And it just, it just, it, we don't. It doesn't need to be. We don't need this. Many we don't days. need it. We just don't. I'm literally asking for less racing. Less is not more. And, and or I'm sorry. Less is more. Less is more, more is not more. And it's so yeah. annoying because like they keep adding more and more sprint races every season. Who wants them? I don't know. FIA? Money? So money. Are they making money off the, of it? The announcers loved this weekend sprint race. They were going, and I was like, can you stop this? Well, and we I don't guess, like, I mean, it was, it was, it was good racing. It race. was good racing. Sure. But most of them aren't, and it's just unnecessary. Stop it. Or if you're going to have sprint races, always have them in Brazil and just have six of them. <laughs> I don't care how <laughs> Everyone has how travel. Works. Yeah, figure it out, those, dude. But like when they do a sprint race in Spa, I'm like, this is a seven mile long track. Like, this isn't. This is not entertaining to watch a sprint race at Spa. Like, yeah, keep it at the short tracks at least. They just need to make the stakes higher. Then, if they're going to do it, like if you lose the sprint race, you don't get to race on Sunday. Mm. Like, imagine for NFL football, they like, hey, actually, we're going to play thirty minutes, seven on seven on seven, half, yes. half of seven on seven football on Saturday before the game on Sunday, like. Right. No one would want like, or, like yeah. flag or something. Yeah. What's that weird NBA three on three league that like a rapper or something started? Yeah. What is that? You know what I'm talking it's about? A, it's a three on three league. It's literally called the three on three league. I don't think league. It, I know what it is. And they've got four point. Yeah. Didn't some oh, rapper God. doesn't some rapper own it? I think there's I think there's celebs that play in it. Right, but now it now again. the NBA is like an in season NBA yeah, tournament. Doing that it, year, it's yeah. kind of like I don't understand. I mean, like it's it is there's a money thing. The big three. The big three. It's called big three. We're changing the game. I mean, there's got to be a money thing to it, but it's weird because I don't think the fans are, like, going crazy about it. If I you listen know, I'm, to, kind of, I, I'm kind of been a fan of this in-season tournament. Like, it's kind of something exciting to happen in the beginning. But like, Oh, NBA-wise, you're saying? Yeah, NBA-wise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, talking about NBA, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I don't know. It's also kind of like if, like, your team doesn't win it, you're like, you don't really care. Like, nothing changed. Like, it's not like, it's like, okay, cool, they won the in-season tournament. No one really gives a shit. Like. Mm-hmm. We only care about the final. Here, here's part of the thing too, right? So in a sport like football and basketball, if you're playing the sport in a different format, you will literally see like different types of plays. Like if you're in three on three, you're going to see different types of pl- like literal different types of plays that you won't see in five on five. In a race, you're still you're seeing the same thing. It's it's not really different. Like to Max's no point, stops. yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> to Max's point. You're literally just seeing a trailer for what you're yes. going to see tomorrow, yes. and it completely ruins it. <clears throat> yes, completely. I'm, what did you see? Uh, this was before Brazil. Um, they interviewed him, and there, there was Max, and they're like, you know, I don't know. I think it's first off weird when people wear shorts and they're being interviewed. I don't like it. But um, Max is like wearing he shorts. Had shorts on. Yeah, um, and they're interviewing him. Like, I don't think. On the couch. I have a hot take about shorts. What? If if you're an adult man, don't wear shorts. You should never be wearing shorts. Unless if you were in the gym or at a pool. Yes. If there's not water or a gym, you don't need to have shorts on. I would say if, you, if you're outside of your house. In, no, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about, yeah, yeah. If you're like, just like, like lounging at home, yeah, fine. <laughs> That's but, but, but you're wearing yeah. athletic shorts, though. Yeah. There is not a reason. If you're not doing a sport or practicing, you know, working out or there's water involved, like a body of water, 
you should never have shorts on. Yeah, ever. And if you're like a professional, you know, like like I'm in real estate. I know a lot of real estate agents that'll like go to showings wearing shorts, and I'm like, you just craziest move of all time. I think it looks weird to people wear shorts to bars. That looks weird too. It blows my mind. I don't know why. Yeah, Jake, you wear shorts. Jake, you wear shorts. If it, but if it's summertime during the day, I'll shorts are okay. Summertime during the day. Summertime during the day. A button down, a pair of like you know. Five inch, like you're still in college with Birkenstocks, bro. Like that's like you wear Birkenstocks. Okay. If it's if it's during the day, shorts are okay. I'm gonna Birkenstocks. But if you're gonna be out, if you're gonna be out and it's gonna turn into night, you better have pants that you're wearing. You can't be at a bar past sundown with shorts. Okay, my opinion. If if you're at a day event, is is there a sport involved? Are you like watching a sports game or something? Like if you're like at a bar outside, you're just at a bar outside. Fuck, wearing shorts is okay, in my opinion. But okay, if you're Max Verstappen, no shorts. Okay, like, that, I, I will. There's a gray area there. Jake gets a little bit of a pass because he's still in college. Yeah, but beyond that, put the shorts away. Um, so Max, Max Verstappen, Verstappen put, put the, the shorts, shorts away. away. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, they're, they're interviewing about the sprint race, and they're like, "Are you excited about the sprint race?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm. I'm so excited. Can't wait." Yeah, he's being he's facetious. Like, I, I, I'm so excited. I can't wait. If Max Verstappen is being facetious about the thing you were talking to him about or condescending, it's a bad sign. You have a problem. It's a bad sign. Dude, like if you're getting clowned by Max, mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, not good. Unless if it's like you're slow mm-hmm. because he can clown literally the whole planet that's, about that. That's been the season. Anything else though, what are you doing? Figure it out. What are you doing? Yeah. The coolest guy in the room right now is Max. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Not good. Figure it At out. At least it's not Lance. Lance is probably the cool. No, that was no. Bad. I can't even make I don't that think joke Lance, with a straight face. I don't think Lance has a lot of friends with guys in the paddock. I watched a video oh, of them all coming out of the room. It's kind of sad, though, it right? It is sad, but like, like, they were all coming out of the room, and everyone's all like buddy-buddy boys, you know, playing a little grab-ass and whatnot, and then Lance just comes out just by himself. Because he's the Nepo baby. You true. You know, like you. Yeah, Lawrence Stroll Jr. It, it, <laughs> it is infinitely harder to be cool when <clears throat> your dad owns the team. True. It's not. It's impossible. To it's be like cool. growing up if you're the coach's kid. Yeah, and you're the you know? quarterback. Think, yeah, think about this. You're, you're the coach's kid and you're the quarterback. And then after the game, you know, the boys are all joshing around making jokes about stuff. You're not in on all the jokes mm-hmm. because there's a chance it makes it back it, to dad. Yeah, true. You know, so you can't have that. Yeah. He took P5 though, right, this week? Yeah, he had a good race. No, no he, he, he did race. great this week. This was like he the Super Bowl for Lance, week. basically. I do have one other thing. All right. Logan Sargent had a pretty good weekend. Did Logan he? Sargent finished P11. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. He finished. He finished. First of all, he finished. He finished True. the race. Yes, which is a win. That actually, is a, a win for Logan. Yeah. So actually, that is a win. And then win for America. P eleven is points for Logan. Yes. Finished like, points. I don't know how the metric system translates to the American system, but points wise, point. Yeah. yeah. But P eleven is points. Yeah. If, if you're Logan Sargent. Um. Oh, Alpha Tori or uh, Alpha Romeo race. Oh yeah, they were there. Yeah. Well, they they didn't finish the race either <laughs> of them. Actually, <laughs> wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, they both DNF. Oh shit. So. So they kind of raced. Well, they had a partial race. Yeah, we had uh, Joe Wenyu with 22 laps and uh, Valtteri with 39 laps of the 71. So Valtteri did half of a race. Yeah. And Together, they almost did a full race. Yeah, they got really close to collectively finishing a race. Yeah, that team. Okay, would you rather be on Alfa Romeo or would you rather be on Haas? Honestly, Haas. Huh. Would you rather be an Alfa Romeo? Yeah, I would. Because of the affiliation with Ferrari? Yeah, I just think it's like a better – it's a better team. Well, I guess they're both technically affiliated with Ferrari. Yeah. Um, all right, well, Bo, let's move into our uh, P1 Ferraris and our uh, shake and bakes of the week. Um, you want to start? You want me to start? How do you want to go with this? 
You can go ahead. P1 of the week, Fernando Alonso. Oh, okay. Because the the performance that they did after just weeks and weeks of being where the fuck are they, Alonso going from this car is the best car I've ever, I've ever drove at the start of the season to saying this car is undrivable to now having probably the best finish this season as far as like a photo finish goes to put that thing in third for a podium, I guarantee he was not expecting before he went down to Sao Paulo. So yeah, Fernando Alonso, P1 of the week. Totally fair pick, super strong. My P1 of the week, which is a th- one I thought you were going to take, is Lando Norris. Great pick, Continued man. dominance. Just he, he, he looks like a championship caliber driver. Like he looks to me. I think he will compete for a championship in his career, like without a doubt. Now. Yes, assuming he stays healthy and all is equal, he almost had a overtake on Max. Also, yeah, also he did, he did lead a lap. He did. I don't know if it was a full lap. He was in the lead at one point. Fuck yeah, Max pit. But uh, also, uh-huh. I think it was exactly one lap because he pit the lap later. But also, interestingly, he won driver of the day, which was completely undeserved, and it was because the vote ends basically when. The, oh. the vote ends when the first place finisher finishes, and so give that thing twenty more seconds. Right. So, so basically, what I think happened is it ended when Max finished, and uh, Alonso and Perez's battle hadn't happened yeah. yet. Yeah. So it should have been, been Alonso for there, driver of the day. I, no, no without a not. doubt. But it was Lando. So for those reasons, Lando he probably is my has the most driver of the days. He does, I think. Lando, uh, he must. I yeah, can't imagine I he, he does. doesn't. Definitely in the back half of the season. Yeah. Probably the whole season, though. Yeah. Um, you got a uh, Ferrari of the week. I mean, should we say it together? Ferrari. Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I love when the Ferrari of the week is Ferrari. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's actually uh, it's super great. fun. Do you have any backups, though? Since, again, we don't really need to dive into this too far, but Ferrari just, it really is Charles Leclerc. Ferrari of the week is Ferrari's to Charles Leclerc. Yes. Holy crap. Can't even, get, we don't need to get back into it, but um, do you have any backups? I think a weird a Ferrari of the week is the FIA. Because I still don't understand why when Daniel Ricciardo and Oscar Piastri, when they fixed their cars for the red flag, oh, why yeah. they came out a lap behind. That, to me, they were basically a lap behind as soon as the race restarted on lap three. And it basically, like, they had no chance it's, of not getting last two on the grid. So, yeah. So, my understanding is it's because they pit before the red safety car came out. Right? So, they pit. Red safety car comes out. Now you can't pass. And so, they can't come back out of the pit. Oh, they have to wait for it to come all the way back around before they can come back out. That's, does that make sense? Uh, not really. I don't, I don't really know what the workaround is, but I'm pretty sure that's why. It's because they pit before the red safety car came out. So when the red safety car comes out, they go all the way back around, and then they can jump in at the very end. So definitely like everyone else finished a, a lap a before lap, them? Yes. They were literally a, a lap, lap behind ahead. before they were allowed to leave the pit it lane. God. So then they come out and now they're in the back where they're supposed to be, but they're a full lap, lap behind. behind. Well, stupid but if they rule. had hit during the safety car, then they wouldn't, wouldn't be a lap be behind because st- no one could pass them. Stupid rule. Very dumb. FIA Ferrari of the week as like a secondary backup. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My other one yeah. is Alfa Romeo for just not finishing races, yeah, yeah. which is also technically a Ferrari affiliate. So <laughs> so Ferrari again. Adds up. So Ferrari, Ferrari Junior. Junior. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. Ferrari Junior number one, because Haas is also Ferrari, Ferrari Junior, junior number, number two. two. Yeah. But They're like the stepchild. Yes. The forgotten, ugly, red-headed yes. stepchild that's like been held back a couple years. Yes. So that is my second honorable mention, which is technically also Ferrari. Yeah, okay. 
Ferrari Jr. Yeah. I like it. What about Shake and Bakes? What do you got? Uh, I think Aston Martin this weekend with a good old Shake and Bake. Um, I also like Alpha Tori for a Shake and Bake. for oh, their you're, s- you're stealing. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I didn't get to go yet. Aston Martin, Shake and Bake. That's it. That's that's my only Shake and Bake of the week. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's talk about it, though. We had Aston Martin, obviously super strong weekend. Yeah. Alpha Tari, same thing, particularly in the sprint race. Double points. Nick is definitely getting a tattoo now. So if you have any suggestions for what this should be, because we haven't really picked a design yet, no. Nick, we'll give him we'll give him input so it's not totally heinous. Just don't make it suck. It's not gonna suck, but I would love some influence from listeners. So if anybody has an awesome idea for what this tattoo should be, please DM it to us on it's Instagram. We probably love gonna go to talk on my about leg. It. In, like, an area that you won't be able to see unless I'm wearing shorts, which might piss you off if I'm wearing oh, shorts. that's true. I think we got to do one of those ones where it's, like, on the back of your knee so it, like, moves oh, when you move. Oh, it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Like a dancing, like, or maybe on my bicep. Yeah, bro, so I was going to say, you should big. just go straight on the bicep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, like, an F1, like, barbed wire style, yeah. you know? That'd be sick. <laughs> Definitely. I think you should just go, like, neck. Neck tat. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you know, like a necklace type thing. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that, the tattoos for just sure happening. Formula One. At this point, there's no way it's <laughs> not piece, happening. Full Max Verstappen face chest piece. Yeah, yeah, actually, I'm getting a full sleeve because of this. <laughs> yeah. It's changing. Yeah, actually, yeah. $3,000 on a full sleeve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for a stupid <laughs> for fucking <me>. bed. <laughs> Alphatari's catching up to Williams. Williams that might happen, man. Yeah, so that Will- might happen. Williams, 20, they're only eight points behind, or that, seven points behind. That could happen, man. That would be crazy, man. I really wish I would have made a bet that not only are they going to... Actually, I tried to do this. I tried to do the belly button ring. That, that and was, you said no. Is a belly button ring on the table? I'm not getting a belly button <laughs> ring. Because you basically are saying... Just get a stud. Get a stud. But again, a belly button. Stud. You're like, hey, hey, <laughs> if, if Alvatore passes Williams, you're getting a belly button piercing. Well, like what? There's no wager. Yeah, like what? What are you gonna do? Uh, you told me I was gonna eat the bag popcorn. Of popcorn. That doesn't sound <laughs> fair. I have Crohn's disease. Does, I don't want to hear it. It's a fun. It's not I'm gonna a have fun a belly time. button piercing. Hey, it's a silent okay, disease. Both of you should just get a stud. That that's beautiful. That's that's equal. Like that's in the ear. Eye. Yeah, in the ear. Yeah. I don't. Want I don't want a piercing. A piercing. Piercings. That's so cringe. <laughs> it's so stud is. Awful. I don't. I don't want it. No cap. Off. What's what, off something? Isn't there a cool guy saying that's off something? Come on, no. Gen Z. No? On God? No. Oh, on God. Yeah. Or I was going to say, like... Can you say off Satan? <laughs> the opposite of on God? Yeah. Yeah, is you that, can. Is that not... Is that cool? That's yeah. super Did cool. Did I just yeah. invent Gen Z lingo? That, that's nice. super You guys sus. can have that one for free, actually. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we just talking about? Oh, I much Piercings. rather get a punishment tattoo than a punishment piercing. Yeah, same. Without a doubt. Same. Yeah, so... That I mean, we're going to figure out these bets. We'll get yeah. it sorted out. There's probably not going to be any piercings in the future, but there's definitely going to be at least one tattoo yeah. in the future. So with that, we will see you next week. Love you guys. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about next week. Vegas, Vegas coming up, man. Very exciting. Sin City. So see ya. Yeah, bye, guys. We hope you enjoyed the effing podcast. Check out our socials for additional content, and we will see you out on the grid.